This is the Two Guys Being Dudes podcast with your host, Jared Camden and Jason Adams. Two average guys just being dudes. From MMA to golf, from Big Brother to Fargo, from Fireball to Pappy, they talk it all. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. You guys asked for it. You were calling for it. Two guys being dudes, season three. I don't know what we're doing anymore. Um, but we are live at my place, and we've got the main man, uh, Jason, with us. Hello, Jared. Hey, Jason. It's, I honestly don't know the last time we potted. I have no idea. I don't either. We, it seemed like we did one for Ohio State football. Like a, a beginning of season two was like Ohio State football picks. Yeah. And then I don't think we did anything yeah. after that. We've been some uh, busy beavers out here. Um, we'll jump into that in a little bit, but um, right off the bat, i got to ask a question. Um, if you take a girl to the Ritz, do you think you're getting anal? Wow. Classy place for anal. I, this pod test, we just got to jump right back in. So okay. All right. If you're taking a girl to the Ritz, do no. you think that? Not at all? I think if I take a girl to the Motel 6, I'm getting anal. So, oh, wait. So you're saying anal is like a step down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think for some people it's like the step up. No, no. I mean, I think the the quality of participants might change a little. I don't know, man. I think beautiful girls are completely crazy. Well, that's a given. There's, yeah. there's no, there's no magic. There's no science behind all this. That's an absolute given. But well, I, so I rented. I'm going to Cleveland, and I'm going to stay at the Ritz. Uh-huh. And someone was like, "That means you're getting anal." And I was like, on me? Like, what's happening? And she's really? like, no, whoever you're with, that's, that's anal. Like, Ritz is like really? next, next level. I could have used these lessons 20 years ago, yeah, apparently. Like, I mean, I'm usually at a residence inn. Like, I don't know if that just means like a hand jibber. Like, I don't know if we're going the craft route. But... You know how many free stays I have at a Hampton Inn? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I actually, this is only one time I ever do this. I booked my hotel super late for um, the, oh, what is it? The uh, Bridgestone tournament uh-huh. in Akron. And I got this hotel for like 100 bucks, and I was pumped. And the woman's like, hey, by the way, like, it's a smoking room. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, that's fine. I mean, it looked super run down. Right. I wouldn't even leave my bag in the, like, hotel. It was really? so bad. I was like, I'm just going to sleep in my car. Like, it was the worst. I-, I can't even explain to you the smell of this room. And I was horrified. I really thought I was going to be screwed. But luckily, Bacardi stepped through and let me get another hotel room. But I see, I would qualify that room as an anal room, it sounds like. I still, but I think people think anal is like a crowning achievement. Really? Wow. You this know, person clearly did. This person was acting was like she I was like 25, this person that you were talking to? No, this is actually an avid listener, and she's uh, 36. 36. Okay. Well, see, I, I guess it seems to me that the younger kids nowadays are a little more open to uh, opportunities. They, I don't know. That's just... They have the entire world of porn on their phone. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing safe. I hit a fucking Playboy, like one Playboy that I had, like oh. my entire life. I was like strategically moving it around for three years. I found one one time when I lived in Kentucky. It was behind an abandoned gas station yeah. in a pipe. And I'm not sure why I was looking there. <laughs> but me and like three of my friends found it. And we, we like passed it from each person, got to hold it for like a week, you know, and be like, is it my time? Is it my yeah. time? And I remember it clear as day. And you're right. Nowadays, that is just art compared to what can be destroyed on your phone. Yeah. And well, it's like even if you do look up porn at all, it just goes from like, hey, some easy porn to like, hey, here's a guy like completely abusing a woman and spitting in her mouth. 
Yeah. It I, jumps so quick. And you're like, hey, whoa, whoa, I didn't ask for this shit. Yeah. I, I, I'm a weird old fashioned guy because I still like romance in my porn. Yeah, 100%. Like I need a good like pizza b- delivery boy or like a pool guy. This now just grab random and gagging chicks. I yeah. just, that, I don't get it. Does anybody make like a high end version of porn? Like throw a million dollars into a, like an actual, like, I don't think there is. I've seen some like 4K quality stuff, you know, floating around that I guess is really big now. I honestly, I'm not a huge porn guy. Yeah. But I, I do know that, but I don't think there's anybody. Well, didn't Playboy used to like have like, were the, was there some hardcore or was it just. No, soft? no. It's Hustler that were like, they're like peeing on each other and shit. Like they don't care at all. So uh, into the future of porn. Like, cause porn is always like the innovator. Like, what is like what is porn innovating right now? That's gonna be like huge. Are they like is the AI VR, VR and AR, VR and AR, and then so that's really big right now. Yeah. Like, they're the ones pushing that augmented ra- reality, you know, and then having different toys and stuff that yeah. you kind of hook up. I think that's a big thing. I saw a special on the CES, and that was. The CES and the porn show always go simultaneously, and it used oh, to be really? always be a big joke, right? It's always in January in Vegas. But the joke was on everybody that was there because really the porn industry led from a technology standpoint for so long that while the CES was there, some of the best ideas that were being created at CES were already being applied in porn. Compression like on video so they could deliver like on-demand videos and that kind of stuff. That, that was all there. So, But now... The big stuff is the augmented reality. So, well, that makes you think like back in the day, like were some of the best because that's like the best minds are coming up with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Were some of like the greatest painters back in the day, like just Absolutely. fucking just painting vaginas and stuff? Absolutely. Don't you think? I mean, isn't it funny that all the like statues and artists are all the women are naked? Yeah. You know. So I mean, I think that was just an easy avenue to get there, and then they started doing realism. Realism was much later in the. Yeah. Why do why do dudes always have small wieners? I don't know. I think because maybe the artist does too, right? So it's, that was always my thought. Do you remember when we were in Italy and I thought I saw David and it was just like a statue <laughs> on the side of the road? <laughs> like, there's David. Like, yes, I, was, I, David. <laughs> I was so excited because so you guys were like, "Hey, we're gonna take a trip." You went and saw it, right? Right. Yeah, you're like, "We're gonna take a trip to go see," it. and I was like, "Good news, man!" Like, I just got just peeped it. <laughs> it had a seventy nine dollar sticker on it. <laughs> That was one of the stupidest of all time. Yeah. Okay, so in conclusion, the Ritz, just not, like, that was a misstep by her. Because I felt like, I was like, what are you talking about? And then she justified it a little bit. And I was like, I can see what you're saying, but you think she's, that's just not, she's Like, I think if world. you take a girl to the Ritz, you're, you're not just a one-time thing, right? Now you're, this is a kind of a commitment relationship. Unless you're just loaded, right? Yeah. If you're just loaded and you're saying, hey, let's go bang one out at the Ritz, because you want to impress somebody just to get them to the Ritz. But I mean, it. But if you're in a relationship and then you're you're staying at, you know, Hyatt's and then all suddenly the next visit's the Ritz, I'm thinking there's something up with that. Ritz has a great name. It's a great name. Yeah. Like Ritz Trump. Trump. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, it, it, just, it, it just sounds really, really elegant. But do you think tonight, Ritz around the world, how many people are having anal sex? Well, I think if you're looking like in Abu Dhabi or somewhere, I'd say a very high percentage. Uh, I would say. Not percentage, just how many people. Oh, people? And just how many relationships? Can I ask you a, a question? Yeah. Are we talking uh, straight? Yeah, we're just saying male, just male, female. Okay. All right, male, female. I'd say at least around the world, 
52. Wow. Okay. Yeah. One for every week going in on one day. Trying to, I think it's, I think it's occurring that with a, a reasonable rate. Cause how many people do you think are actually having sex and, and the Ritz hotels? You gotta have sex in a Ritz. So if there's, I mean, how many hotel rooms do you think there are total in Ritz? Oh, come on. I don't know. Thousands. Oh my God. It's gotta be like 10,000, right? 10,000 rooms. A normal hotel is what? 200 rooms, maybe yeah. 300 rooms at max. Yeah. And there's probably, I don't know. Uh, let's say there's 150 Ritz, maybe 200 Ritz around the world. So now you're at 4,000. So 4,000, if you think that 50 people, that's a rather tiny, tiny percentage. <laughs> but I just, it's just so weird. So let's say like, only half the rooms have two people in them. Yeah. Right? So now you're at 2,000 rooms. But it's a Friday. It's a getaway weekend. Yeah, that's true. Fridays are couples. Nights. Well, if you guys do decide to have anal at a Ritz, please just let know. us know. Be care- I, yeah, definitely email us, but uh, be careful. I'm curious. I really am because I, I think our audience tends to be of our age group. Yeah. And right? don't forget, you can still get pregnant with anal sex. Yes. That's that's true. That's true. So what's been up in your world, Jason? Just living the dream. I'm, you know, I'm sitting here in Ohio with you and it's pouring down rain and cold and, and I'm, you know, wearing the shoes that I bought. So when I come here, I don't have to carry big boots because mm-hmm. it's always lousy. Uh, Florida's been wonderful. <laughs> it's been great. Yeah, it, it couldn't be more Ohio out the window right now. It, it is, is Ohio. It's so Ohio. It's just a signature you can barely see out the window because it's covered in rain, followed by gray skies. And then tomorrow or tonight, they torture us by jumping ahead an extra hour. Oh, fuck that right. too. So Someone needs to die for that. I thought they like changed it. I thought they just made, like, they were all saying we're not going to do this anymore. California is like going on ballot, I think, to like stop it. But like uh-huh. Arizona doesn't have it. Right, Arizona doesn't have it. Like, what, what what changed? Like, is it for the farmers? I've always yeah, heard that. Yeah, it was for the farmers. Because Indiana fought it for such a long time that one part of Indiana observed it and then other areas didn't. So there was more rural areas. What happens if you, like, live in that town that's right next to the, like, the town, like, on the line? You're, like, all the time. I think we talked about this in the podcast before because you'd be so messed we, up. Well, I had a customer that was in Illinois and was going back and forth because he worked in Indiana and area, and he was right on the timeline. So he said it was always extremely confusing. You just always worked at one time. Yeah. So you say it's one o'clock. Even if your meeting's at noon in the other place, you still say one because you just need to stick on one. So you would just add an hour to the times that you needed to be on events. Okay. But, you know. That's, yeah, that's still crazy. Like, it's just so stupid that we do that. It just doesn't seem to make any sense at all. No, no. Then the fucking leap year. Leap year always blows my mind. Like, we can't get our calendar correct. Or like, I, wait, didn't, I heard something where like in 200 years it won't be leap year anymore. Because it's like fixing a problem with like the, like how there's, there's actually more than 24 hours in a day. Right. And there's, and there's not. How is actually, that possible? There's more than 24 hours in a day. Well, because it takes the planet to rotate a little bit more than 24 hours. But where's that extra rotation. section at? Well, it's not. They just try to quantify it with time. Oh. Right. So you want to say the beginning of a day and an end of a day. Right. So then you yeah. say, you're not really adding hours because there was when when whoever created this massive cluster that we live in, no one really had a clock, <laughs> you know, the clocks. That, so it was really, I think, wasn't it just, was it the Mayans? That yeah, they were, say theirs is like, a, theirs is a Mayans was more accurate because yeah. they didn't have hours. They had, they had periods. And That's so, so their wild. calendar was more aligned because your period was when you looked out at the horizon, where was the sun? Yeah. Uh, that, that was always your noon, right? So once it passed twice and that kind of thing. So, so people that were late back then were just like, hey, dog. Like, yeah, I'm think, just fucking late. Like, I don't think everybody's clocks were yeah. sunk, right? So, yeah, yeah. You, you'd say you'd be there in daylight or not. <laughs> but back in the day, it would pretty much be like how Kyle Coleman lives now. 
where Kyle Coleman just shows up if he wants to. Who knows? I, no idea. It's a good strategy. So outside of that, I have a two guys being dudes challenge for you. Okay. We are doing Augusta next year, correct? We're doing a lot of stuff next year. But 2020 is the year. Augusta is the move, correct? That's what I've heard. When we get down there, $250 bet, and we're allowed to practice and do whatever we want. Bowling. One game of bowling, and you're not allowed to bowl straight. You have to learn how to curve the ball. I can't. Why? Do you want the real answer? Because you just can't? You're afraid of bowling? You no, I used once to, lost. no, I used to be a pretty decent bowler. Yeah. I used to be. But when I did this wrist, when I broke Throw my the wrist. other hand. So you're going to bowl with your opposite hand? Maybe. I, if they all agree, because I know... Everybody's natural, right? You're right-handed. Yeah. Zach's right-handed. They're not into the bet. Oh, just you and me? Yeah, fuck those guys. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I figured anybody that was going. They're allowed to stuff. watch. Okay. So I'll roll right-handed, and you roll left-handed. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the oh, sure. So I'm the I, I explain the handicap because you know, because I, you know, what happened is handicap. We, we went to this uh, like a real fancy bowling lane bar kind of place in Chicago, mm-hmm. and Steph and I had our own lane. But there was a lane next to us as well. So it was just her and I rolling, and I was really having problems because I spin the ball, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a good bowler, but I'm adequate, and I always spun it like you're supposed to. Yeah. Well, so then I'm feeling embarrassed because I'm not, I'm, you know, a lot of gutter balls. I'm just trying to figure it out. It's the first time I bowled since I broke my wrist. Well, then this group comes in and sits next to us, right? And it's, I think it's like four gay guys okay. who are all bowlers and who are rolling like, 190s or yeah. 200s, you know, every game. And I'm over there just flopping the ball all around, looking horrible. Like, you know, so I just really had lost wow. my entire want or desire to bowl. But for the sake of a bet, if so you, you bowl with your opposite hand, I'll bowl with my opposite hand. We'll see where it goes. So I would be going left. You'd be going right. Do we have to spin? You're the one that was initially going to say with our because I want to get good at bowling. This is pretty much what this all comes down to. I I have a dream now of bowling a 300. Like I want to bowl 300 and then like the rolling 12. I want to really get after it and like I want to learn how to spin the ball. I think if I can, I really think I can bowl 300. How about we just make this a singular bet? One of us has to bowl 300. No, (laughs) no. I will put out a number. You can propose the amount of months. Okay. And then we'll give you a week opportunity. So what's the number? Three hundred. So, oh, you're saying to give me like a number to hit, like a bowl of like a two fifty. Right, right, right. right. Okay. Right. So, so how much time do you like? Because if you're going to do Augusta next year, that puts us in April. Of, yeah, so, so it's like a year. So, oh yeah, about a year from now. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm not going to do shit for the so next twelve months. Right. So uh, there's a twelve month training period for you to get from. Where you are today, which I cannot spin the ball. I don't. I, I, okay. Because you have to have it like the ball has to be centered different when you spin it. Right. When you buy, like, I'll go buy a bowling ball and stuff like that, but it has to be different. So, like, I've spun a ball, like I get the physics of it, but uh-huh. it's always with a normal ball. Yeah, I used to use a normal ball, but where the fingers were offset. Yeah. I put my hand tilted yeah. sideways yeah. and do one finger up and not use it. But yeah, but I mean, I'm gonna buy a bowling ball. Okay. For sure. So let's see. So. We gotta make it worth your time. You're gonna have a lot of fees. Oh, but don't forget, I'm interested. I'm like really interested to be good at bowling. Okay, so I would put the number. Well, I guess it's gonna depend on the number of pins that we're saying before I give you a, a dollar amount I'm willing to bet. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay. I agree. So, uh, so let me think. It's ten frames in a row 
And if there were, I'm trying to remember, if you could get on a good run and get seven strikes in a row early. Before, <laughs> I like how you think I'm going to be doing that. Before you mess up. So that's 70, and then you multiply it all the way back. So that, isn't that like that's 150? 210. Is it 210? I think. Yeah, it'd be triple. 210 because you got to get 90 all it's the way a, up. Okay. So then. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I, I, my guess is that, uh, you know, 250 Fuck. is going to be the number. How about, wait, and I have to do it in person? You have to see me do it? How about this? I'll make it even more interesting. Yeah. I don't have to see you do it, but there has to be footage of it. Yeah, 100%. So you got to no, film it. I'll film it. Yeah, you got to film it all. Yeah. So how about we do this? How about I go 245? Okay. All right. And for every point under 245 you get to on your best game, you owe me a certain amount of dollars per point. And I'll pay you like 100 bucks a point. No, I'll pay you 50 bucks a point after 245. And I, I can I have all year until like next let's just say until this date right now I have an entire yeah. year from this what date. What is it? Uh, today is uh, March 9th. Yeah, so March 9th next year uh -huh. I just have to get over two forty nine or two forty five. Two forty no to get paid right. Yeah. So you get a two forty six you make fifty bucks. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. And then in my best best score is and like two thirty and it's ten dollars per point. Off a two forty. So if I bowl a ten or a two thirty, if you I bowl a one eighty, <laughs> I get a perfect game. It should uh -huh. fucking multiply. A, a perfect game, fifty bucks a point. That's fifty points. That's twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, and then the kicker, you owe me like five grand more. <laughs> Am I allowed to cheat? No. Okay. <laughs> I want to clear that up. Oh, wait. No, if I told you, I, I don't think you went with us. But there's a, a lane called Southport Lanes in Chicago, mm -hmm. and it's old school bowling. But it's a real size ball, real size pins. But there's people that set the pins up. No, fuck that. No, wait. So what you do is when no one's looking, you stuff five bucks in one of the holes of the ball and you roll it when you go up, right? No shit. And then magically, the next time you go to throw it, when your ball hits, they take a stick and they rack all the <laughs> pins so you get a perfect score. That's hilarious. Yeah, have, like, you, have you ever done trivia at a bar? Like a trivia night? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, I never, I don't. And right. I just happened to be at Oddfellows this week and they, like, it was good music. I was having a good time. And then all of a sudden, like, 57 nerds showed up and music stopped. And a guy's like, all right, guys, we're going to do trivia night. And I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to pay attention to this. But my friends were playing. So the buzzer's right in front of me. First name goes up. It was five categories like Jeopardy. First thing is like rappers' original names. And I'm like, I'll, I'll be good at this, but I'm not playing. Right. First name, Robert Diggs. Right. RZA. Right. DeVar, like, Boop. Tupac. I was like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, people are just yelling shit out. I'm like, I know this one. And they're like, hit the button. I'm like, I don't want to hit the button because I don't have to play. Right. Vodka was on the board. Like, all this shit's on the board. Fucking hit it. Get that. We go on this huge run and we get second place. It was, if I would have won or gotten third, I'd have been fine. But the right. fact that we were in second, second, oh, I stayed the entire night, man. I was all in. The funny thing is, we were down by like eighteen hundred, like down eighteen hundred dollars, like one of the rounds, and it was nineteen twenty-five films. Mm -hmm. So the picture comes up, and it's like a, I mean, it's this film from nineteen twenty-five that had a dinosaur in it. So you can imagine what the dinosaur looked like. Nobody's buzzing in. It's five hundred dollars is a big loss. I buzz in and they're like, what the fuck are you doing, man? I was like, Jurassic Park. <laughs> I was like, I got to lay it out there on the line. Trivia is, but like, for instance, he did, um, you would see like a Jasmine and you would guess who the, the princess was from Disney movies. Mm -hmm. The last one was Daily Double and it was a bag of Coke. It was Snow White. 
Oh. So it was like the guy makes it actually pretty fun. It's not right. like he's not a nerd, like, right. but the people there are. They don't drink. Right. They don't socialize. They like keep in their circle. It, it is a wild scene, man. There's a place we went to in Chicago that my cousin's like, well, let's go here because we've gone there to eat a bunch of times and I like it, right? So he goes, let's go there. It was, uh, I think the Cubs were away. So we were like, okay, we'll go do it. Again, same scene, right? You get in there. But then they started telling me the prizes. And yeah. This is ridiculous. I mean, like the. The grand prize that night for winning just this little trivia competition was a 70-inch television. No shit. And it was everything. There was $500 gift cards. I couldn't imagine the amount of money that was being laid out. So we were like, all right, we play. And it's similar. Guy just comes in. All the questions go up on the screens all around so people can see them. But he's still, it's all stuff I think this guy made up. I don't know how it goes. And uh, my cousin and I played in... We were doing really well, and then also it was like fashion, and then gossip, yeah. and, like, and we went from having like a leading after the first three rounds to like finishing like second to last or something like that. They're like, it's an interesting thing, though, man. Yeah. It's like, I see, I'm not good at Jeopardy. I'm not yeah. good at the show Jeopardy. Like, right. it's just not my wheelhouse, and I can't watch Wheel of Fortune because I hate people. Right. When you clearly see that there's ease on the board, and you just start buying ease, like, actually, I don't. There, it takes no talent to play Wheel of Fortune. No. No talent. At all. Well, at the final puzzle, there's a little bit of talent in there, I think. But but don't they give you like 19 letters now? Yeah, R-S-T-N-L-E. What? Like, why? How about that? Well, wait a second. I know that exact, I know that exact run you of You don't letters. watch it, but you can tell us. I think everybody, you wouldn't have known that? No, would have never got yeah, Pat's agent has R-S-T-N-L-E. Because this way I don't get... Like, I swear to God, this is like episode six of our podcast. But if you're talk creating the... If, if you're creating and you don't want somebody to win, and you're coming up with the word at the end... Why would you just use a word that doesn't have any of those things? That's, well, no, because it's got to make it fair. Well, who decides what fair A computer. There's you a, think just, they have, like, if somebody's already won a lot of money? No. And they just think they it's just determined. Will let the you gaming, there's a gaming commission that watches everything they do after that million dollar quiz show, whatever. Yeah. Like, there's like a serious, like, delegate that, like, watches over Is that the, the million shows. dollar pyramid? Yeah. The they were, like, fixing shit. Yeah. Did you see the documentary about the guy who won a Wheel of Fortune? In, or yes, Price is Right. Price is Right. And he, yes, that dude. was awesome. <laughs> so, for, so you guys should check it out. It's on Amazon. No, it's on Hulu. Hulu. It's on Amazon too. Oh, is it? Yeah. I watch it on Hulu. But it's this <laughs> this guy built spreadsheets and like learned all the pricing for everything. He built a software program. Yeah, where you can play the game. All his every time he tracked everything down. He got so advanced, he was going through and tracking the car models. Yeah. And he would listen to what package was offered. He's like, oh, that one had AC, yeah. AM, FM, yeah. and a CD. And he's like, and so he knew all the prices. Yeah. It was amazing. And then they Don't thought, spoil it. Okay. Yeah, you can't spoil it. But I'll tell you this, guys. There's footage of him uh-huh. in the crowd, and it is worth a watch. Like, oh. it is. And, uh, and everybody out there, we're, don't worry. I know you. a lot of people want to hear what I think of it. I'm making Jason watch Abducted in Plain Sight this week. Um, next week, we are going to review Abducted in Plain Sight. So if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's an hour and a half long. It is the craziest hour and a half I've ever seen on Netflix. It is the greatest documentary. I've seen it four times. I will see it again. I thought the Ted Bundy documentary was fun. I love the Ted Bundy yeah. documentary. Hey, by the way, we should get into that for a second. Oh, oh I am. I think if Ted Bundy was in this room, I might sleep with him. Okay. He's the craziest dude. He's so smart. The best is they're in Florida. They just convicted him of murdering like a six-year-old girl. And the judge is like, you know, 
It's a shame. I got nothing personal against yeah, you. Yeah, he was like, I wish you would have came out of this court legit. And he, like, he was like making a mockery of this court. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he was like, no, he goes, but I, you know, I wish it wasn't under these circumstances. Yeah. He murdered a little girl. Yeah. Not only, dude. And, and the judge is apologizing to him. It was way worse than that. Like, Netflix left out a lot of shit where he was going back to the bodies like two weeks later and oh, yeah. getting some action, getting some anal at the Ritz, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, but. Okay, I didn't know anything about Ted Bundy. I knew he was a good-looking dude and that he had a, like a crazy story, but I had, right. I had no nothing else. So by episode two, I'm like, hey, how are there two more episodes? This this thing's got to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, no spoiler alert. I don't on this one. This one's been out for too long. If you missed it, that's on you. When he got away, uh-huh. I was done because <laughs> they're like all of a sudden they go from all his murder stuff, and he was like, yeah, I was really working on my ankles, you know, really walking around, counting paces, and I'm like, is he like losing his mind? And he just fucking jumps out of a window and. Just, like he had to give himself up. Like yeah. all the things he did is insane, man. Like it's just so weird that like you meet so many different people in life, mm-hmm. and you meet a guy like that who's like off the fucking rocker, man. Like so fucking different. Where it's like he's a chameleon. I wow. mean, he was so good. I loved watching his physical attributes morph as he moved and went east. You know, and he started in California, and then yeah. what he was like in Utah, and then in Florida. I Dude, how about police in the 70s? You could pretty much hit him in the hate, like the face with a baseball bat, and they'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, he's a tricky criminal. He got arrested, and he used the fake identity, and they were just like cool with it for like weeks. Like, in the court going, well, we don't know who he is. It was in the paper. They're like, could be this guy. Like, we're not too sure. I'm like, how the fuck is this happening? You had one of the biggest mass murderers of all time, and he goes, not telling you my name. Yeah, like, <laughs> they're like, well, you got us. And they had no database to like talk to other states. They're just like, I don't know what happened over there, but we got people dying here. Like, like we had to fly down and see if it was really him. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Now, as much as you like that, I am promise you, abducted in plain sight will take your psyche somewhere where you didn't know it could go. Abducted in plain sight. Yeah. Okay. It is the greatest documentary I have ever seen in my life, hands down. So next week, we're going to review that. Kyle Coleman might be on next week to review Captain Marvel. Um, so I'll hold back my review. It sucks. Um, it's the first time I think Marvel has uh, actually aired. Ooh. It's a bridge movie. It's getting somewhere. Right. But it's like, it just doesn't have that. Actually, there's one scene, and I'll just say it, and you'll see it in the movie. It's like they just straight jacked Star Wars in one scene. Oh, yeah. Where I was like, I was actually like really like frustrated by it. I'm like, why would you do something like this? Like, right. th- this looks exactly like Star Wars. But. Did you watch the new Mission Impossible movie? Uh, yeah, it was good. It was really good, but it had it felt like a Marvel movie, where he was like everything was like. And Mission Impossible is always like right in the last second kind of thing. Right. But like the humor, like the little like subtle jokes, right. had like a Thor talking to like Iron Man and saying something about like his hammer. Mm. Like I was like, oh, like it just had a different vibe to it. But that movie was really fucking good. Yeah. All right, now I want to try to sell you an app. I've decided to become an app designer, so I'm coming out with different apps. So, Jason, I am looking for you to invest probably, I would say, $30,000 into this app. This app is compatible for iPhone, Android, and uh, blue or blue, uh, Blackberries. Okay. Because I think some people still are playing that rollerball game, which is a lot of fun. It's an app where you pee into the app so you don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so you just calmly just put it your put the phone in your pants you pee on your phone and what does what what does the app actually do 
It allows you. It, no, you, you open it and it takes the pee and it disposes of it. Ooh, nice. The pee app. The pee app, huh? Do you see any holes in this? <laughs> That's the problem. There are no holes, so it's gonna get. Oh, oh yeah. The, you need to come up with that other side. I've just, I've just got the front design. You got to come up with everything else. You have to have an attachment for the phone. <laughs> no, you just pee on the phone. Just pee straight on the phone. Pee straight on the phone. Let's go to Samsung and go to Apple and be like, do you guys want to buy this app? Because well, here's the thing. If one person pees on their phone, mm -hmm. they make money. I need one person to pee on the phone. Who makes like, money? Apple. They got to buy a new phone. They pee <laughs> on their fucking phone. <laughs> you, know, you saw the folding phones, right? You saw they're, those oh, apps? they're amazing. So, Absolutely amazing. So if you made That's one. for pooping. <laughs> you poop into that. You just shut the phone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Well, I want to say this one more time. Wow, and then it comes back and get a notification. You need more fiber in your diet. <laughs> 23 and me research. You're from Taipei. You're like, oh, shit. Once again, I need one person to open this app and pee on it, and I can make Apple money. Yeah. Well, imagine sure if somebody could write the app for you. I don't think you need 30 grand. Imagine, though, if this technology does come along someday. Oh, I'm sure something will come Right? Pee disappear? Yeah. That, that would be amazing. Imagine if you go into a stadium. But there is a nice relaxing about like walking away from a bar and taking a nice piss. But man, I'd love to pee on my phone. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> love to just fucking pee on my phone for a little bit. And by the way, I've been, t I've been trying to sell this to people in bars, <laughs> yeah. talking to them. But I usually play it like I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying, like where it would go. Like I play right. dumb on that side of it. <laughs> So look for the P app, guys. I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be huge, and uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about Michael Jackson. Have you watched? I haven't. Okay, I, I've got it. I've got kind of dog-eared. I said I want to watch it. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff online about you know I I like Michael, and and I'm fairly certain after I watch this, I'm gonna have a, the same opinion I've already had. I will say this. <laughs> I mean, I don't give a shit. Like Michael Jackson's music is what it is. I mean, it's right. it's. I look at things. I can I can separate. It came on last night at the club, and there was definitely some looks around, like some people who've seen the documentary looking at each other. You cool with this? Oh, you mean the music came oh yeah. yeah. Like I, I, I was yelling, he's canceled! He's canceled! <laughs> like, I don't think we're allowed to do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's fucking... It, it's the one thing you're going to love about it, and this does not spoil anything. There's like... It's four hours long. I've only seen about an hour and a half of it. Hour and 15 minutes is drone footage. I know that sounds so weird. It's like this producer just got obsessed with drones for a little bit, and there's just random drone footage like all throughout the entire thing. Where it's just like flying over Neverland or just... over Neverland, like taking different areas. But it's like, come on, can we fucking get away from the drone shit? Like, I know you like drones, so I figured that might. I do like drones, but and I like Michael, but that's probably not going to change my opinion on either of them. I, I'm I will, I'm not going to say anything about it. I mean, you already know he's canceled, so I mean, yeah, yeah, he was already canceled before, though, right? I don't think so. I everybody kind of knew he was diddling. Yeah, I guess. Do you think he banged Macaulay Culkin? No. Okay. No. Really? I don't know. I, 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 I hope not. Macaulay says he didn't, but Macaulay's like a weird dude. He's also, yeah, host a podcast wearing bunny ears now. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. And he talks about uh, the housewives, I think, and okay. also pro wrestling. He's a huge pro wrestling guy. I knew that. Yeah. yeah so. I don't watch any housewives shows anymore. I don't know what any of them are up to. They're the only thing that comes on pretty regularly in our place is the uh, the one housewife of Orange County. 
Steph watches that. But it's not even that. It's the No, you're talking about Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Fuck, Vanderpump it's the best Rules. show on TV. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. We've talked about this in the pod. I know that for a fact. Vanderpump Rules, best show on TV. Okay. If you go back to watch season one, like you actually see, they were they didn't understand that they were going to become famous. Right. Like they're just normal people working at a, at least a Vanderpump's place. Right. So like, there's so much shit hits the fan and like a turning point of all their lives, and then it's just like everything since where they become famous. Like, they're, it's like their lives are completely different on the show because their lives outside the show now they get paid serious money to make this shit. Hmm. But uh, Vanderpump Rules, man, that's a Southern charm too. Get those things rolling. I saw some Southern Charm, too, at yeah. one point. And there's Southern Charm. Got the yeah. trains coming through. We got trains coming through, guys. Oh, it's definitely Ohio now. Like, <laughs> trains coming through. It's cold. It's cold. What, uh, what are you watching? Is there anything on the docket lately? You know, I have... Uh, boy, this is going to be embarrassing. Uh, let's see. So, I, I started watching Vikings. Okay, okay. Um, okay, I saw some of that. I'm like, uh, maybe two or three seasons. Like, two seasons into it. Like mm-hmm. it. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, Reminiscent of Sons of Anarchy almost to me, mm. kind of that gang play, you know, and then so you got the tribes, and, and it's, it's interesting. You know what I found also, which is kind of stupid, but I was trying to figure out where they were, where the Vikings were. So I was looking up on a map, and then there was a WikiLeaks article or a Wiki, Wikipedia article about the Vikings, and actually the TV series goes along with history. I didn't realize that. I thought it was just like a fictitious using that setting but yeah. it's actually the real history who made the show is it like it's on the history channel okay okay so maybe that's that okay. a good indicator in the first place but the history channel is right. nothing about history it's more about adolf hitler <laughs> that's all yeah. i have yeah. it's hitler, searching for bigfoot <laughs> yeah so i watched that and then uh so i you know in florida i've been playing a little pickleball <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So I, I finally saw a court I, like i was oh, like yeah? what is that court and like that's yeah. a pickleball oh, court. Yeah. So. so it's uh i've been i got hooked on watching like the past opens, like the like the high level oh, no shit. tournaments. Is it really on, good? Yeah, they're all on YouTube. Okay, so I like it, and then and then that, and I I started following this guy on YouTube called the Gaming Historian. Yep, I've seen this, and I like his stuff. Yep. So I watch that, but like I never watch. Dude, like, the, the the gaming thing on yeah. Mario Two uh-huh. that blew my mind. Oh, I yeah. never knew that that Mario Lost Worlds is what actually is Mario, Mario Two. Too. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, How about you? What else have you been? I don't really know, man. It's all Netflix lately, man. I just like burn. I watched that Loser series that was all about like you know because you and I have a account that works together. <laughs> yeah, I, I stole so, Jason's Netflix. So I always know what you're watching, and yeah. I'm usually directed to go watch it. So I started watching the Loser thing, right? Yeah. You, uh, I think you got me on to what was the uh, the Usual Suspects or whatever that one was about the crazy people that. Oh, Joker! Oh no! Guy's neck. Oh my God! What's it called? Uh, Evil genius. Evil genius. Evil genius. <laughs> hey, that's another must-watch, guys. Evil geniuses is so crazy, stupid. I still can't. Once again, spo- spoilers don't no, matter. Here. It's been out forever. I still can't understand how the guy with the bomb around his neck. He picked dumb dumbs. He yeah. picked a dumb dumb out of the bank. Did he like? Okay, if you had to pick one dumb dumb flavor, like you, this could be your last one. What are you picking? Not root beer. No, root beer is way overrated. I think oh. butterscotch and root beer are the most overrated. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a strawberry fan, typically. It's real know, good. Yeah. Would you ever pick the mystery one? The, the mystery one is like mystery jam. It's like mixed berry jam. I think right? it's just like... They're all sweet, and they all kind of taste fruity. So I think I'm, it's the runoff. Is that... You think it's just they got all this extra stuff? Like, what the fuck are we going to do with this shit? I always wonder, like, when, when Nestle... Or, like, let's say, like... Uh, you'll see, like, a conveyor where chocolate goes over, like, a, mm-hmm. a, like a little, like... 
Yeah, fence, then it goes back in and it, it goes back in and goes back over. It just yeah. feels like they're like wasting so much shit if not. No. Like, what are they doing over there? No, it's why it's a screen. You pour the stuff over it, it goes down, it keeps it warm, and it pumps it back up and it keeps over. You ever had a chocolate fountain? Yeah. You ever seen those? Same idea. Oh, I never chocolate wow. Gives a little, and it comes wow, wow. I am an idiot on that. <laughs> that's that's a that's they're the, losing so much money. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, ooh, I could really help those guys. <laughs> you got the number to Nestle's? We actually had a Nestle's in Sunbury, a Nestle's plant. Uh, and uh, it made coffee like predominantly. It made some chocolate, but like when we first moved, I was like, "What? What's that smell?" And they're like, "That's Nestle's." Mm -hmm. And dude, they closed that motherfucker when we were in fifth grade, mm -hmm. like fifth, sixth grade. We were sophomores. You could still smell it. Oh yeah. It cooked into the city, man. Like it's all gone now, and the smell's not there. Right. But I mean, it was it was like the most. It, you'd be in classroom. It's was like that a good smell. I'm not a cop. Well, we'll talk about coffee in a second, but it was. Was like, it a coffee smell? Yes. Oh, okay. Cho chocolate, like roasted, like chocolate kind of Because there's a lot of chicken hatcheries. Yeah. And they don't smell like chicken. Yeah. Well, no, say something <laughs> to Steph about it. Steph will tell you about that smell for oh, yeah? sure. Cool. So, um, one of my buddies I've met through this job, Coop, he works at Citizens Trust. Um, it was his last day at Mission Coffee. Uh -huh. And I was like, hey, I've never had coffee. And he's like, hey, man, like, you should stop in. So I actually went in and got my first ever cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. um, he gave me an express, like, wait, he gave me an espresso shot. I think I shot. saw a picture on your Instagram shot, yeah. right? He gave me, like, a little shot of, like, espresso. And everybody there was like, oh, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I now know what heroin's like. <laughs> I couldn't stop my brain. My brain was moving. My brain's already dumb. Like, right. it was moving at a light speed. I didn't eat. I swear to you, I didn't eat for, like, 48 hours like really? I couldn't I, I I went out with Nick Gallo that night yeah and I now I'm like Nick Gallo definitely thinks I do coke because I was just like <laughs> doo, doo, brr, bah, 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 like could not settle down and I was like oh my god man like so coffee canceled for me I don't I don't think I can go back down that road I could so, see myself so you just had a cup of coffee and a shot of espresso and you were that wrong I was a mess man do you I do couldn't caffeine and anything else because you don't drink sodas no nah, I'll have like I had a coke this week but I was like hey that'll be yeah like, but like wine yeah it's not like it no, no, no. Yeah, I can see caffeine can really jack with it. Red Bull doesn't really mess with me, but like a five-hour energy, like that time I did two when we were in Nashville, like an idiot. Two I black just told liver. that story the other day. Dude, I was shaking at the fucking bar. You were covered in orange, white, and green. So <laughs> bad. Jameson suit. Yeah, brand not to be named Jameson that we used to work with. But uh, oh my god, that was so bad. But yeah, I, but I will, I will say this: I really like the coffee. Yeah, like the one I got had like they the. Uh, Barista, the barista. Yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna make this more." Like, he gave me like some spices into it, mm -hmm. so it actually had like it looked a, like a cappuccino, right? Because it had yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, was, it had this like good kick to it. Where I was like, I could see like this is awesome. Then I was like, I couldn't get my car keys into my car. I was so like, blah, blah, blah. I was like just losing my mind, man. Wow, no sleep, no nothing. Like it totally, totally messed me up. I'm off that. Never <laughs> going back. Never. Oh, well, I, I, once again, I'll probably go back. Uh, iced coffee. I have an interest in that. I hate iced coffee. I don't, know, I don't even know what it could possibly taste like. And it, it, like, I never understood it, and then it got really big, and now you can buy, like, jugs of coffee that, like, already cold, and I just don't get any of that. Like, I saw, like, Starbucks now has, like, huge places that have, like, they make pizzas and, like... Yeah, they have, like, a nitrous coffee on tap now. Have you seen that? Mm -mm. Yeah, so it's, like, the same thing as a Guinness, but it's... Is, is Starbucks good to you? Like, you, no. like... So you'll never go to a Starbucks? No, I'll go occasionally, like, uh, you know, I like they have those little egg soufflés. Mm -hmm. You ever had those? So I like those, and... I like their light blonde coffee or whatever it is. I don't like their dark one because it tastes burnt to me all okay. the time. But I, I just, you know, I still chuckle on the fact that you're paying like three dollars for a, for just a, a basic cup of coffee, let alone seven ninety five or eight dollars for some of those drinks people get. 
How did Starbucks win? Branding. It's all branding. So Probably just because it, it seems like a luxury brand, like sure. uh, luxury might be the wrong word right. because like Louis Vuitton, right. Grey Goose, those right. are luxury brands. Well, McDonald's doesn't, you know, say, sell millions and billions of hamburgers because they serve such a quality hamburger. You fucking take a step back. Dude, a double, a McDouble is a fucking good hamburger. I'll, I'll ride or die. And you can lose a McDouble in your car. Find it like a month later. That thing's still in play, yeah, man. Yeah. That, that thing's still in play. I had a cheeseburger one time in the fridge for like two months, and I pulled it out, and I unwrapped it, and it looked the same as the day it went in. I have White Castle in the fridge right now, and I know that's going to be in there for fuck. <laughs> that, that, that's good for fucking two months at least. Yeah. White Castle's the fucking classic. Boy, man. that sounds good. Yeah, White Castle's amazing. It, here's the trick. <laughs> I've been Some people have been getting on me about this one. I get chicken rings and mozzarella sticks only. That's right. it. And everybody's like, well, why do you get so many? Well, I get them until they match the same number. And I put the mozzarella stick through the chicken ring, right. dip it, and eat it that way. Right. What do you dip it in? Ketchup. All righty. Yeah. Ketchup's yeah. and shit. Marinara at, at White Castle's a little overrated. That Dude, the one on the, in the short north is unbelievable. Have you seen it yet? No. It's one where they knock the old one down and, and put a... Uh, it's unbelievable. We'll drive by it. It's, uh, it. You can't believe how nice it is. But it's still White Castle. Yes. But it's, it's like... It's a super high-end, like, it's beautiful. It's and there's a fucking drive-through. I know because I've gone to it like 15 times, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like real hard to turn into. It's like a real tricky turn. Yeah. But I'm like, and when you leave, Uh there's drunk people leaving the bar, so it's like, (laughs) take the wheel, Jesus. We're making a right turn. (laughs) You know what they should have? They should make it like a freaking car wash, where you pull in and then it drives you all the way through, and then it puts you out safely. That would be beautiful. The one thing with fast food. Is you can't you just have to get into it, yeah. Like as yeah. the person's giving me the bag, I'm looking for a fry. <laughs> that loose fry, you're, yeah. like, you're my victim. And the best is when you go to Arby's and you uh-huh. get the curly fries where they put in like normal fries. Uh-huh. You feel like you won. Like you got over on Arby's somehow. No, I like because uh, White Castle has those like accordion fries. Yeah, yeah, and crinkle, I, crinkle, yeah, the crinkle fry. That's yeah. what it is, and I like those. Those are usually really good. Like it, the best is if you go to a White Castle at like three in the morning and no one's there. And then they like make your stuff yeah. fresh. Got to be a little patient, but it, it really pays off. Yeah. The end. I mean, I like that. Like the bag is really hot when you get it. Oh my god! Oh, I I want my food at three a.m. to burn my mouth. Like I'm fine with that. I will give up the burn of the mouth just oh, to yeah. get some extra. Oh, I did that the other day. I was thinking of you. We were. I was sitting in the coach. It was. I was watching. It was one of the uh, UFCs, mm-hmm. and there was a bag of pizza rolls. In oh my yeah. Hand. So I, I put them in the. Convection oven, right? And I let them go. Team microwave. And so, like, my strategy was working good, right? Take a bite of the corner, blow in it, yeah. oh, yeah. go down, right? And I did that on one, and I don't know if it was just the time of night or I was just so tired, but I thought I'd gotten the, I thought I had done the chomp and blow, but yeah. I apparently I didn't. And I threw it in, and I bit, and it blew out and exploded <laughs> the hot stuff right on my lip, and it burnt the hell out of my lip. Did you still? You gotta keep eating them though. Oh yeah, yeah we get it though. <laughs> no, I opened a Gatorade and I was like resting it on my lip and trying to drink it, and then I proceeded. And by that time, they had cooled down, so it was good news for me. I had an unbelievable realization the other day. Me and a friend were eating pizza in my place, mm-hmm. and she, when she was done, was throwing put the pizza like she was gonna throw the pizza away. I was like, it's a, a leftover. Pe- yeah, 
pizza is like one of the most amazing things where you never even I've never thought about throwing a pizza away. I've never in my life been like, this is over. Yeah. Like, like you gotta see a pizza through. Yeah, you could like you could put mushrooms on it, which is you just a friend, right? Because that can't be a relationship. No, that's a I, that was it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you can take that piece and just yeah. go out the door. Like that's you can't be doing that. I mean, you can leave it literally on the top of your stove and come back to the next day. Yeah, and there's like a ninety five percent chance it's not going to kill you. The best is when you have you eat like five pieces and you're disgusted by yourself. And you're like, fuck this pizza. And you put it away. <laughs> And, and like then 20 then, minutes later, <laughs> you go grab that slice. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I, once again, it's because like that pizza, I feel like that pizza died for me, man. Yeah. I really do. I got so pissed. Um, UFC night, I ordered pizza and Uber Eats like canceled my order. And I was like waiting for like 45 minutes and they yeah. called and they're like, they're closed. And I'm like, you want to be real careful. I was like, this is being recorded. You want to be real careful with your words. Are they like, they're closed. Like on a Saturday at like 10, like it right. doesn't make sense. And she was like, oh, no, no, they're closed. I'm like, do you mean they didn't answer? And she's like, well, she got like real better. So they ended up giving me like a $50 credit. Wow. Because I was like, this is complete. Like, where were you trying to order pizza from? Come on. Panera's or whatever. That's the best place in fucking Grandview. Panzeras. Panzeras. Best pizza in Grandview. Okay. I know you hate that place, man. I don't hate it. I, I prefer granddads. I'm telling you. Like, I have granddad. a little check, checklist when I'm here in town. They're like, I, I've got to go to the Indian place. Yeah. Right? So I'm going to go Indian tomorrow. And then, but I got it. I love Granddad's Pizza. And we were talking about, like, I never realized that this style of pizza, like in the Midwest, well, really in Columbus, that Tommy's, Panzeras, mm -hmm. that kind of, that's so unique to this area. Because mm -hmm. now, like, in Chicago, we don't get that anywhere. We have a few bars that serve, like, if you go out to, like, a tavern, right, that's not a pizza place. Yeah, it's like, bar pizza. Right, bar pizza. Yeah. They're closer to, like, the Midwest style here. I, I think what ours is, it's a real, it's like a cracker. Yeah, like it's almost like like my favorite pizza right. is a Massey's uh -huh. or sorry, um, well sorry, I love Massey's too, but uh, uh, Eagles out in Walden, uh -huh. and that's the crust is just yeah. like a crust. I like Massey's. Is oh yeah, Massey's. They're Massey's. they're the Cadillac of pizza. They really yeah. are. They are, and I'm on their mailing list, and it irritates me every time uh -huh. I get one because I can't get it. It's like well, because now you know they, I guess they freeze them and send them to you. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so it's like thirty thirty dollars a pie, I think. But here's here'd be my concern. Well, you can cook it because you have a pizza right. oven, but like. If I was just going to put it in an yeah. oven, that's not going to work. It's like uh, I got that Nashville hot chicken yeah. from the – what's that place called? Uh, the real famous one. Um, outside the city? Yeah, outside the city, whatever it was. So uh, we got it in that uh, Goldfinger. Mm -hmm. It's a website where they get various famous foods from around the world and they deliver it. So I had it all. I got it. Oh, Prince's hot chicken. Mm -hmm. yep. So Prince's hot chicken. They scheduled – it was supposed to come like – and you have to buy it a month out. Right? So you Jesus. a month out, you order it, so you schedule it, and it says, okay, it's going to be here on this date. So then they say they were shipping. Well, the date came, and the thing never came, right? Mm -hmm. So I wrote them all this. Then they wrote me back said, well, that whole order has now been moved to next week or something like that. So I was like, okay. So then they said, well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll add 50% to your order. So they gave me a bigger order. Instead of four chicken breasts, it was six or whatever, right? So, so th it finally shows up the next day. And a FedEx overnight kind of thing with like uh, I don't know ice packs. Yeah, it literally looks like some grandmother fried chicken in her house and put them in a baggie and didn't even really seal the baggie. It was this plastic bag that had like twelve dill pickles and yeah. then a brown paper bag with like eight slices of white bread. Oh shit! And so I got it and it just didn't even smell good. Yeah, nothing yeah. was right. So I. 
I put it, I followed the directions just as they said. Yeah. It was inedible. I spent like $150 and you couldn't even eat the stuff. So, so I always get a little worried when they're like, we'll ship you a pie and yeah. have the same experience at home. But yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, I feel like if I'm not, like if I'm not getting mass, he's like right there, but you have an oven. So that's a little bit different, yeah. but yeah. I, I think I feel, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing worse though when you have bad pizza. Like there's no bad pizza, but like somewhere where you're just like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I did. I did find a place in like uh, Steubenville. I was like outside of Steubenville, and they pretty much just were making Chef Boyardee pizza, and I was oh, like, yeah. so fucking good. Yeah, I was like, I love Chef Boyardee pizza. Those small pepperonis are yeah. the greatest things of all time. The uh, yeah, the pizza in Florida is absolutely the worst pizza in the entire world. It, it just amazes me that a lot of food's okay there, but their pizza just got is it because I can't get the crust right? Because yeah, of you know, elevation? you get like a Neapolitan, and it's not. It's doughy and it's tasteless. A sausage bread. We have like one. We have one pizza place that's actually the son-in-law of the Iacono family. Oh, okay. And they have a place. They have two places in North Naples called the Crust. Okay. And it's as close as you can get to Tommy's as anything, right? So okay. It's good, but we have one other place that's on Marco Island, a little island that's nearest, and its pizza is fair. How close is Marco Island to you? Two miles. I'm in Marco Island in uh, May. I know. How, what, you, you know this and like yeah you're going to be there the week after we leave oh okay I was, like, hey, I was like how do we not talk about this okay I was yeah like, what the fuck man? no yeah you were like it's like you're like the third week of may yeah yeah, yeah. and we're leaving the second week of may bastard i mean you can stop over you remember what we went to marco island oh that, that bridge yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Marco okay. island. Ah, shit i'm an idiot let's just get let's just be realistic here <laughs> yeah so ah what else is going on uh, works great. Bacardi's doing good. Uh, nothing, man. I got all. Oh, we should talk about the Legos I bought. Ooh. So I bought two Legos. Um, I bought a Voltron that has 2,362 pieces, I think, something like that. And Saturn V, which has like 1,700. Um, I'm a Lego guy now, I guess. It kind of nice. came out of nowhere. Like I hadn't touched a Lego in a thousand years, and now, which is the worst pain of all time, is stepping on a Lego. Yeah. Oh, stepping on Lego is death. I can name a few more, but yes, in the in the average modern world, yes, yeah, that would be it. If somebody was rough at you at the Ritz, that could be worse. But <laughs> yes, but stepping on a Lego is pretty bad. Yes, um, but I have to tell a story just because it's so funny. I when I'm buying like this Lego, I'm so proud of myself when I'm buying this Voltron, and I get like all the way to the the top, and it's like a stoner kid, high school kid, and he's just like. You know, talk. I was like, "Oh, Voltron." Da, da, da. He's like, "I, I kind of know it." And I was like, "Hey, man, like, how long does this take to put together?" And he like dead ass looks me in the face and is just like, "I don't know your Lego skills, man. It'd be hard to predict that." And I just was like crestfallen, man. crestfallen. And I was, I carried this Voltron above my head through the like store, so everybody knew. Yeah. The one Voltron on that wall, this guy right here. Nice. So I'm gonna be putting that together. That's my big adventure. But no, man, it's just been crazy work. I mean, it just it seems to never stop. I can't believe it's March. Yeah. Got like I always feel like. People say that all the time, and I just mm -hmm. kind of ignore people saying that. Mm -hmm. But I cannot believe it's March. Like, I had I had something due in March, and I legit said it to my boss. I was like, "Well, I'll just get it done in March." Right. And he's like, and "Motherfucker, it's like March 6th or whatever." I'm like, "Ah, <laughs> shit!" Like, I really got to get on that. So no, uh, it's just been that. Went to NXT, which was awesome. Um, got to go see some wrestling. Uh, bought tickets to see the Wu Tang in Cleveland soon. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it's, I got to figure out how many shows it is. Yeah. Because I keep thinking it might be number forty, but it might not be. So. Mm -hmm. You know, so you I got get something special for the 40th Wu Tang show. No, man. I keep getting this Groupon asking me to buy tickets to MC Hammer and Friends. And now listen, this is this is legit. 
MC Hammer, NWA, um, uh, Sir Mix a Lot. Okay. Um, Kid and Clay. Okay. And what's the other one? The Jump Around Kids. Crisscross. Crisscross. That's the name group with special other special artists appearing, and it was the tickets were on sale for out in the yard or whatever they call it, their plaza section. They were on sale for two for nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm. Would you, I, would you have an interest to see MC Hammer? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I don't know. I don't the, know. I like haven't. I wish I could selectively be dropped in for parts of the show. Right? Yeah. Like I want to see him do. You can't touch this, right? Yeah. Just, him singing it live, just it'd be funny. It would be like, uh, you know, it'd be a good trip back. Yeah. And NWA. Yeah, but I mean. No, did I say NWA? Yeah, it can't be NWA. No, it's not NWA. Uh, two Live Crew. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Two okay. Live crew. Okay. It's, yeah. So it's Two Live Crew. Asses will be shaking, yeah. man. Well, that. Yeah, I would think so. But, but they're going to like venues that are predominantly. Open air venues and yeah. that kind of stuff. So I don't know. Hip hop doesn't do well. No, no. It needs anyway. to be in like a dark, yeah. lights flashing everywhere. So at night you go into an open air thing. It's kind of like, eh. yeah. so I was like, what? And it's also like forty minute drive from downtown yeah. Chicago. So uh, I got. I'm getting tickets also to go see Rock Kim. Rock Kim. Yeah. Ooh, seen no, him, I would love to see. Rock seen him Kim. twice. Yeah. Seen him in Cleveland, and then uh, it's through our company. Like we're, we partner with Live Nation. Yeah. So we have like an, an allowance we can buy tickets. There's like 600 shows on there. It's insane how long it is. And it's all in Ohio. Uh -huh. Like Rogan's on there. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we get like pre like this isn't the imminent announced yet. Like right. we right. Nice. probably shouldn't have just said that. I don't know if I said that. But anyways. Um, <laughs> the, the, the seven people that listen to our podcast yeah. are going, oh my God. Hey guys, <laughs> keep that one between us. We'll, we'll edit this out real quick. <laughs> yeah, we'll, a lot of editing happens on this podcast. Um, yeah, so no, that's that's pretty much it, man. It's just been crazy. It's just, I just, time just flies. Like, even us doing this podcast, we attempted three times. We're like, we'll do it here, we'll do it there. And just, it was pretty much me being too hungover. Now I remember why you're, I'm not going to be in, uh, what do you call it? When you're Marco. in Marco Island, I'm in Vegas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're going back to all in. Yeah, yeah. Double or nothing. We, so I got these tickets, right? And, and I tell you the whole deal with the tickets. Mm -hmm. So they had this. Pre-sale to the pre-sale to the pre-sale, not as cool as your kind of yeah. connection. But but since I had bought that box when we were at All In, they gave us a special code so you could buy like their luxury package. The luxury package was $1,600, included two nights and a full suite at the MGM Signature. Oh, sweet. Like a meal, like front row meeting or meet and greet those and front row on the camera facing side. No way. Yeah, so we're, we're like... And right, we're in that corner right when you walk in. Yeah. So we're in that, like, the coolest seats in the oh, world. So we got those two seats. Shit. So it was, uh, we're pretty excited about it. But the, one of the things they said, and I just got an email about it, is they also are going to be, you have a, a ring, they bring you down to the ring through the on-ramp. So no like, way. For that first row. So as the <clears> show's <throat> starting up and doing all that, you actually get to walk down the same ramp. You come up through the stage. And oh, I'd be doing the cool. DX chop. Yeah. And, I, I should tell you this. I went to a, a WWE live in December, and then for those people out there, I understand people don't like wrestling and don't get it. But seeing it live is like completely different. You can really lose yourself into like what what the artistry of it is. 
But this girl we went with, she had never been before. She just loves, she's just missing a chromosome somewhere. Right. She's just these, one of these special people that I want around me all the time. It could, she could poop into her phone and then to be pooping it and she'd just be like, whatever. Like, <laughs> she I'm folds it up and walks away. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> we'll figure it out another time. So we go and she didn't understand that like the guys are pretty good looking. Right. So it's like Finn Balor comes out <laughs> and he's like battling like somebody unbelievable. She's <laughs> like, you're just get, getting wild. And me and this girl who went with her. We were, we had her convinced that it was real for two matches. Nice. And she's like, I don't, I don't think that punch is hitting. And I'm like, I punch like, you think you right. can, and she dead serious. An adult real. thought wrestling was real for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, like an RKO came out of nowhere and she's like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, it's funny it's, you say that because I gave, I had after Seth's birthday, I had tickets front row to ring of honor yeah. in Miami, but I couldn't go. And my cousin was staying for a couple extra days. So I gave him those tickets to ring of honor. And he took his girlfriend, who had never been to a wrestling event, never understood it, right? And so they go to Ring of Honor in Miami. Yeah. And they're sitting first row, right? And they're just, like, he's live streaming, or he's Instagramming me and sending me all this stuff. And it's just, I'm like, well, is Kerry having a good time? Well, I don't get a reply. And the end of the pay-per-view, the entire locker room is out wrestling on the floor, right? And one of the guys that was formerly one of the uh, Canadian Mounties in the WWE, but yeah. now he wrestles over there, Jean-Luc Pierre, remember him? Yeah, so, now, so I think that's his name. So he climbs in the ring. He'd already had a match earlier. He climbs on the top rope, and this is a big guy, like 6'6", probably 350, and does a moonsault into them all. That's exactly where Andy and Kerry were sitting. So they all, you know, the fence goes yeah. flying and all yeah. that. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, is Carrie having fun? Because I'm watching it and I can see them. Yeah. Right? They're just going through that. I don't hear anything from her. And then about 10 minutes later, I get this picture of her in the arms of Jean-Luc Pierre. And no she's got way. the biggest smile on her face. I was like, that's awesome. Like, the fun thing about wrestling is you can just get in a run, right? Like, I'll watch oh. for like six weeks and I just oh, don't watch for oh, like yeah. a long time. But it's like, it's such a fun, it's so stupid. Like, so we went and saw NXT like two weeks ago. Um, went with uh, Terry and David from Oddfellows. Shots out to those guys making the best cocktails in the city. Um, we fucking Velveteen Dream comes out, and he does a moonsault off the like. We're in the second row. He does a moonsault right off the railing right in front of us. Like nice. the t- like they were expensive tickets, but everything was paid for in that one moment. Where it's just yeah. like seeing the future of the WWE, like making a move like that right in front of you. Where it's just like no regard, like. Yeah. Seeing it on TV, we see like Shane McMahon fall 30 feet. That's one thing. Right. But then you're at a pay-per-view and you actually see someone like do something like that. It's like, fuck, man. That's scary shit. Hey, you remember the last, I think it was the last Ring of Honor we went to in Columbus. The, the two barbarians wrestled. Yeah. Now War Raiders yeah. inside of that. Yeah. Tell me, you remember that footage? They were banging into it. They went flying into us and all that. That's crazy. Got great photos of all that. And now they're in NXT and eventually they'll be up in. Well, still though, the first time. We went to oh, that was the best. Ring of Honor. Yeah, they. It was the only time in my life where I've been on TV where they're like, "Hey, we need you guys to be quiet." <laughs> At a wrestling <laughs> At a show wrestling that is like should be like, oh, it was unbelievable, man. <laughs> Casa de Mexico. Uno, dos, tres. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good one. Oh. All right. Well, uh, we got to get to him. We got to talk about the douchebag to end this. LeBron. Yeah. So pure. What are you thinking here? Pure douchebag. This is unbelievable. I, 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 you know, I've never been a huge fan of his. Yeah. Respected his game and all that, but I mean, just, I mean, maybe this is who he's always been because that's kind of my that's my thoughts from the stories I've heard about him and all that. But this is who he is. And 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 listen, 
if anybody should be deserving a an early season ending thing, it should be him, right? Yeah, like 100%. Should, right? Nobody maybe just say box us up, let's let's sandbag this thing all the way through. But now you see the, the best is he's doing that recording session. Yeah. Right. Was it the night of? Yeah, it's with two chains. Night of. It was no the he, night before. The but. night before, at like midnight. Right. He's somehow he's like he thinks he's like, yeah. Pharrell. And, it's like, dude, who the fuck do you think you are? You're you're a basketball player. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then he doesn't know. Then he doesn't play against the Warriors. Yeah. No shows in the Warriors. What was it? What was the reason he didn't? It has the like, workload. Oh, is it workload? That's he got, he got yeah. workload. Yeah. Like, and he like talks shit to all these. He doesn't play defense anymore. No. He doesn't no. play like. And, and once again. LeBron, as far as like, if you're gonna draft somebody, it's for me. It's it's Jordan or LeBron. That's who I'm taking. Like, oh, number one. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, so I'm, I'm not. So LeBron is. It's just. It's who he is. Mm-hmm. He's the problem. Like his game and everything's amazing. It's just it, the blindness to it. All. And then the, the where the Lakers, and I think Magic may have made a mistake here is. You go to cement your legacy to go play for the Lakers and win a championship. Mm-hmm. You're not bigger than the name. Right. The Lakers are showtime. Right. You come in, you win your championship, you get the fuck out of the way, and the next guy will come along. LeBron's bigger than the Lakers. Like he's, he doesn't need to be a Laker. Like right. Everybody else has that. Like Kobe like needed to be a Laker. Like guys, Shaq was like, I'm going to be a Laker. And right. somehow he ended up being a son one time. But um, so <laughs> I, I really Celtic think. And a Cavs. Yeah. <laughs> I think he ended up playing for like 17. <laughs> God, Shaq would have just cared. Yeah. Um, but I think, I don't know. I, I just think LeBron's a douchebag. Like it's he's just he nobody's ever said no to him. Right. And he just like he he's bigger than that that team. I don't know, man. Well, I mean, nothing. They got to trade him. They got to trade him. I think I think LeBron gets traded from the uh, oh, he's Lakers. So crazy. Too. No, I think he seriously. I think and within like two years, there'll be a trade made. And he'll, he'll leave the Lakers. That's a boy. Is, is his contract just like for me? I understand you saying like that's a two percent chance. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna align myself on that side and LeBron just being like I'm gonna I'm gonna move myself. But his contract's like three years, right, or something like that. Yeah, but I can see this if this blows up again. Uh-huh. Who's gonna go play with him? Nobody. These young guys don't seem to want to play with him. No, I wouldn't want to play with him. And if I really hope Kyrie and Durant go to New York. Yeah, that'd be nice. Then I would actually watch NBA games again. Yeah. I would I would zone in and be like, okay, now yeah. there's seven teams here that can make. Have you seen uh, Luca play yet for mm-hmm. Dallas? Oh yeah! Holy that shit! Nice kid, really good. Yeah, once he like, gets like a, the rhythm put together, it's like, like they just took all of Dirk and they said, "All right, we're putting it in this kid and making him more athletic." Did you see Dirk's last game at uh, yeah. at Brooklyn? Yeah, when they they were going fucking ape shit, man. Yeah. That was that was so cool, man. I was so, I was shocked Brooklyn had good fans. Uh, I think there's good sports fans in Brooklyn. I think it just took a little while to get used to being renamed off the New Jersey Nets. They should have never given them a name. They should have been called Brooklyn. Yeah. Just and Brooklyn. just they were just Brooklyn. Yeah. I think that'd be yeah. so cool, man. I wish like I love how in soccer it's like Real Madrid. Right. Like I think that sounds so much cooler than like it has to do this. And what's the one team that where it's reversed? The city is like not in the first name you think it is. Oh, I'll come up with it. Off air, clearly. I'm not gonna sit here and think about it. But there's <laughs> one where it's like it's flipped. Yeah. What a, a, a soccer club? No, it's like the name I, 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 somehow there's a weird one out there. I'll, I'll get it in my brain. But not right now. So we kept the crew. Yeah. Yeah. So they're building. What the, a setup that was. Do you know where the new stadium's going? Downtown. Do you know where? Behind my old office. Betty's. Yeah. So now Shorty's going to have. So for you guys don't know, my uh, godmother owns a bar in, on Nationwide West called Betty's Bar. It's been there since 1962. Um, like It was like the bar to go to because the waterworks and electricity stuff was like down there. And then that all left, and she like just scrapes to make it through. 
Um, and then the Jackets build their stadium. That, like, gives her some life. She's got Express Live. Clippers build their stadium. And now the crew are building a stadium. She has two concert venues, three sports teams. And you can, like, they're going to do major concerts at the crew stadium, too. She owned the land and her building? Everything. Like, because that's, oh, yeah. So, like, every time you see her now, she's like, oh, honey, I'm all good. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just so, it's just so cool, man. Because it's like, I actually grew up in this bar. Right. And, like, I was always like, oh, it's going to go away at some point. And it's like this, it's exactly the same on the inside. It's right. consistent. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. So, and then we got David Tell tonight, brother. Woohoo! Yeah, that, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be a real good time. I can't believe so. how that worked out. Yeah. Like, I, I literally had to come to Columbus on my lap yeah. on a trip. And I only booked Saturday because the flight was $50 versus $500 the flight yeah. tomorrow. So I was like, well, I'll just go and hang out and see if anyone's in town doing anything. And then where, do you, uh, where are you staying at? My apartment. Oh, you're not staying at the Ritz? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know the night. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm taking you to a comedy show. I can't stay at the Ritz tonight, man. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, man. So I think we're good. I think that should wrap this one up. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, glad we're back at it, and we'll, we'll get this consistent, and uh, season three will be rocking. Follow us on Twitter at Two Guys Being Dudes at JBCam. Hi, hi, hi.